So I was just going to take a minute to talk about uh, the newer oral anticoagulants. Um, so what, what are those medicines? What are the ones that you've seen used? Xarelto, right. So rivaroxaban, Eliquis, right, Apixaban, Pradaxa, Dabigatran, and then there's another one, Cevesa, uh, which is Apoxaban. Uh, so there's four of them. Um, and what are they used for? For what indications? Right. So it uh, ends up that for patients that have non-valvular AFib, so if they don't have a mechanical valve, basically, uh, then they're demonstrated to be uh, uh, actually uh, of increased efficacy compared to the standard of care uh, historically, which has been Coumadin. Um, for valvular AFib, so mechanical valves, or the other alter, uh, the other category is severe mitral stenosis. Uh, it ends up that uh, when Pradaxa was studied against uh, uh, Coumadin, uh, it was uh, less efficacious. So for non-valvular AFib, for prevention of stroke, right? And then the other big category is what? So DVT or PE. So uh, it ends up that when, whenever you're comparing uh, or uh, whenever you're uh, getting approval, FDA approval for uh, new medication, uh, you want to assess the efficacy and safety of that medicine, especially vis-a-vis -vis, uh, the uh, current standard of care. In terms of efficaciousness, uh, it ends up that, uh, that for non-valvular AFib, the newer anti-oral anticoagulants are more effective, and for DVT-PE, uh, they're considered equally effective. So what are the issues that go uh, uh, against utilizing the newer or oral anticoagulants? Reversal. Reversal. So that's a safety issue, and then to some extent, cost. So as far as safety, uh, it's actually remarkable, uh, and this is sort of the crux of uh, what I'm going to talk about. There is a, there's been uh, 12 randomized controlled trials with over 100,000 patients that have assessed the safety of those medicines uh, compared to Coumadin for DVT-PE and non-valvular AFib. And what are the complications that you see uh, with blood thinners? Bleeding. Uh, so major bleeding, which is mostly GI bleeding uh, in terms of the epidemiology, uh, of, in terms of frequency, but in terms of devastating complications, it's intracranial hemorrhage. Um, and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about the endpoint of uh, uh, death. So it ends up that for major bleeding, uh, the risk, even uh, before any reversal agents have had been developed, is 0.7 the relative risk compared to Coumadin. So already, even without any reversal agent, there's 30% less uh, major bleeding events with the newer oral anticoagulants. As far as uh, intracranial hemorrhage, uh, it's actually 60% less. Uh, and then uh, as far as the composite endpoint of uh, those uh, bleeding complications leading to death, it's about 50% less. So even without any reversal agent, they're uh, safer, which is a bit remarkable when you consider the fact that, you know, you have reversal agents like vitamin K IV and fresh frozen plasma that we'd initiate for an intracranial hemorrhage, uh, but yet uh, overall, even without a reversal agent, the newer oral, oral anticoagulants are safer. Now, moving forward on the horizon, 
here uh, and uh, over the last few months uh, uh, in most hospitals that uh, 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 you have Praxbind. Have you heard of that medicine? Yeah. Uh, so uh, that's a reversal agent for uh, Pradaxa or, or Dabigatrin, and that immediately reverses Pradaxa. And on the horizon uh, are, uh, uh, is a reversal agent that's going to be used for the factor 10A inhibitors, things like Eliquis um, and Xarelto. Uh, and then, you know, so, so it actually is going to become e uh, even more efficacious. As far as uh, cost, what's the cost of Coumadin? Five bucks a month. Yeah. Uh, and the cost of the new oral anticoagulants all are about uh, 250 uh, 300 bucks a month, uh, but it ends up that uh, the uh, Coumadin requires INR checks. Uh, a lot of times medications have to be adjusted uh, based on sort of diet or interactions with uh, 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 other drugs. So it ends up that cost effectiveness wise, uh, it's actually less expensive uh, from a public health perspective. So if you were an insurer, it's actually less expensive to keep a patient on a newer oral anticoagulant than Coumadin. So bottom line, uh, you know, I think the, uh, there's going to be a profound paradigm shift uh, to uh, the newer oral anticoagulants for all of those uh, 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 reasons. So any questions on that? Or Cool. All right. Thanks for your time, everyone.